Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and joining me, as always, is Tim. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Are you from uh, <laughs> uh, Brooklyn or something now? Like <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so as a horror movie podcast, we get together, we watch the horror movie, we talk about it, and sometimes it's a good thing, and sometimes it's a bad thing, and more than that in a second. Uh, so we like to work through the big franchises, of course, and we've done some of the bigger ones. And your leprechauns, your boys. It's not what I had in mind when I said big ones, no. <laughs> but we have been working through uh, a number of things. We've got a few smaller ones that we kind of started that we, we do need to like, get back to and finish, and we'll do that in, in due course. Uh, mm-hmm. But we are here today to do the eighth entry in a franchise that... like, I, Honestly, obviously, like those bad Halloween movies, right? And there's one or two oh, bad... Oh, yeah, Halloween bad- kills. <laughs> <laughs> there's one or two bad Friday the 13th and there's you know a couple of bad Nightmare on Elm Streets but mm. I gotta be honest like I feel like there's another tier of horror franchise where regardless of the original and maybe even the first few like the, the, this franchise and the franchise in the question of course is Hellraiser is that mm-hmm. the sequels in this franchise after like the third or fourth like, really, it's like a whole new... Like, this makes me wish for Halloween Resurrection. Like, I wish I was watching Halloween Resurrection as I'm watching this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the last three or four. So, it, it, you know, th- th- this has been like a, a real trip through a nasty, <laughs> nasty place. Has this franchise been beyond the first few? Mm. Um, and I even have a soft spot for the third one. We were both kind of into it. You know, faults false and all. But, yeah. uh, hey-ho... We're here today to talk about the eighth Hellraiser film. This is Hellraiser Hellworld. And like the past few, I had to like triple check I had the right one before I started watching it because there was a risk <laughs> there was a risk of getting the wrong one. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I have a um uh, so I have a DVD set and it's like a, one of those super cheap like six DVDs, um mm. like six movies on like one DVD kind of thing. Uh so all I knew is that that is that i had one left to watch on that dvd so i knew it was that one but it's like this this thing is like so cheap that they didn't even have like the movies in the right order so they had hell world on there and luckily i i knew like i, I can barely remember the other ones but i remember that this was the one that i haven't watched yet but it's like like when you go to like the menu screen to pick the one this one was like right in the middle like that's like they don't even have them in order that's like how cheap the dvd was that it's on well, I can't, you know, I, I remembered that this one, the last one, had the same director, but when I looked up the franchise just before we started, I was shocked to discover that the director also did the fifth, well, this is the sixth one. So that, this is the third <laughs> one in a row with the same director, which would make you oh, think geez. that there, there was some connectivity between the three mm-hmm. of them, that they maybe they feel like a set. Like, you know, generally, like some franchises have like a, almost like a middle trilogy or something like that, right, where yeah. it's like, you can mm-hmm. see a little bit of a... Uh, uh, continuity in a little set you know in, in Friday the 13th mm-hmm. for example you have the, you know Tommy Jarvis is like a thing for a few movies and that feels like a little set in the middle or, or, or the something Jar-Villagy. like that the Jarvillagy yes yeah. <laughs> that's what <laughs> true fans call it <laughs> um, you know for Halloween it may be the the, the, uh, the Jamie character mm-hmm. you know you may group a few movies together with her uh, which would be sadly 4, 5 and 6 uh, and I love 4 but you know five and six are not a good time so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What's, so what's funny is uh like halloween six i felt like 
always had such a bad reputation but like the more and more worse movies they put out like the more six kind of like goes up in my opinion <laughs> it's like I, I, like before i feel like i would have had it pretty down below in the list now it's kind of like right nice in the middle because of all the oh, other ones that like <laughs> i suppose in that sense but if you think about it more like you've got a graph right and you've got an x mm-hmm. and a y axis if you think about the graph as going below the zero and it keeps going below the zero, it's, it's not that Halloween <laughs> 6 is any higher. It's still at the right, zero. Right. It's just that yeah. they've somehow sunk lower and lower <laughs> as time has went on. But anyway, so so you would think, that, oh, three of them back-to-back, mm. same director. In fact, this one and the last one came out in the same year. They both came out in 2005. So you'd think Jeez. at least those two would be like, oh, they made them back-to-back so they were written mm. together and maybe they were, they were a two-parter or, or something. This movie is so far away conceptually from the last one, which if you know, it's been a while since we did it now. But correct me if I'm wrong, but it was the journalist who was trying to investigate the cult who worshipped Pinhead. So. Yes, yeah. Uh, this is like so so far from that, right? Don't get me wrong. I mean, it it this like literally takes place in another universe. Like <laughs> this is like kind of. I mean, am I wrong? Like this is in a universe where. The Hellraiser movies are movies, and it's not like the other movies actually happened. <laughs> did not? Did they mention there was movies? I don't know if they did. Like, I, I kind of took this as it still may be the same universe, mm-hmm. but like this game, hell, yes, it revolves around a video game called Hellworld. Mm-hmm. That this was like this existed in the world I... because the myth of Pinhead and the, the Cenobites had become um, an urban but... legend or something possibly i mean i guess the the reason why i thought uh kind of thought that is because like people are wearing pinhead t-shirts and stuff and it's like the same pinhead from the movie so yeah, I don't know, that kind of but i mean i mean this movie doesn't explain anything so yeah most of this movie doesn't make sense <laughs> so i would surprise me if that's just a that's just a mistake or not a mistake yeah. but that's just them saying oh who cares no one will notice or mm-hmm. give a shit it's like no we do we're not idiots we, we notice these things <laughs> uh, yeah so that said though i have to say everyone said to me before this this is the video game one this is the one that's a bit of video mm-hmm. game i was kind of surprised just how after the setup the video game part of it was irrelevant but it, like it, it's just the, mm-hmm. what gets them all to this place and then once they're mm-hmm. at this mansion it's just you know the, the video game has nothing to do with any of it anymore no. at that point uh i guess it's just a way to remember it because it starts off with them all playing some sort of mm-hmm. online game called hell world uh, but this is 2005. This is, I think this is the year. Okay, I have to, I have to make a joke here, right? Tara requested, Uh-oh. she she made a joke and said you have to say this and credit me. <laughs> and don't you worry, there was no way I would say this and not blame her. Uh, okay. <laughs> for it. Uh, hell world of Warcraft. There we can see you ha- happy. That's good. Right. Right. Uh, so what I was going to say is that I think this is the year that World of Warcraft actually launched. So the idea of an mm-hmm. online game that everyone's playing is kind of like in vogue around this time period. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What would we be looking at system-wise? Like, the PS3 be out yet? No, no PS3. Mm-hmm. This would be, I think, the 360 might have launched late 2005 that may have been like when that first launched um okay but 2005 we're still kind of more towards the end of the i mean this is this is the year that um resident evil 4 came out so we're we're, we're in gamecube and xbox and ps2 Mm. for the most part territory okay okay yeah so 
it's in perspective <laughs> yeah <laughs> where we are um we do have some notable cast members in this though at least i was uh pleasantly surprised when lance henriksen showed up even though mm-hmm. uh at between this and scream 3 lance henriksen as much as i love him showing up in a horror sequel is not a good sign <laughs> sure <laughs> and it's not because he's bad but mm-hmm. it, there's just a bit of a a curse uh, laid upon him when it comes mm-hmm. to these types of movies uh, we have a young Henry Cavill as one of the main characters, which and his name stuck out because I noticed his name in the credits and I went, "Wait, Henry Cavill? He was acting mm. in 2005? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that." Uh, and then our lead is uh, Catherine Winnick, who I don't really know from anything, but I recognise the name because uh, before the Birds of Prey movie, before the casting was announced, I mm. saw a lot of people on Twitter saying that she should be Black Canary. And I think she's big on a TV show called Vikings. I think it's Vikings she's in that people know her from. Mm. But interesting. But I didn't know her from anything. But like, she she is like a TV star now, so people do know who she is. So that's another name in this where they went on to do other things that were you know more successful. <laughs> and, okay. and even if I hate Vikings, it's definitely better than this. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know if I hate Vikings. I'm just saying, even in the worst case scenario where I think that show is garbage and it might be great, it's probably mm-hmm. still better than this. Well, you still got a little bit of a grudge for what they did to your country. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, it's literally ancient history, but <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yes. So the premise is that all of these young college age people are all sure. avid players of this video game. And one of the players who, and this is all kind of like backstory we don't really get to see much of, but one of them commits suicide. Uh, and we jump ahead two years later and they all unlock invites to a secret party for players of the game uh, at a mansion. And there's lots of dubious just like acceptance of like all of this, but the characters, mm-hmm. like no one questions anything. It's kind of weird. Uh, but Lance Henriksen's the host. He's throwing the party and uh of course as the movie goes on weird stuff starts to happen and they start to be killed off one by one and if you're thinking to yourself killed off one by one that doesn't sound like a hell like hellraiser mythos <laughs> now admittedly hellraiser mythos has changed movie to movie quite a bit <laughs> since mm-hmm. like the first couple so that's a fair point but uh that that has altered quite a bit uh I mean, I don't know how much of a spoiler-free section we're going to do, but let's just say there's some twists in this one that kind of explain it. But <laughs> more on that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, it's obvious how we feel, but I'll just I'll ask the question for you know mm-hmm. the format of the show's sake, I guess. Uh, Tim, uh, <laughs> did you enjoy Hellraiser Hellworld? You know, uh. I gotta say, I was kind of pleasantly surprised. I thought the way that uh, I, I'm kidding, of course. This is uh, <laughs> no, yeah. This this is absolute trash. I uh, I actually was kind of looking forward to this. Uh, this was one I've never seen before, and yeah, the last couple of movies have been kind of a. I mean, it would be generous to say a chore to get through, but uh, like you mentioned, I had heard this one was the video game one. So I was actually kind of excited because I, I didn't think this was in any way going to be a good movie. But just hearing like the idea of like, oh, it's a Hellraiser movie and they're playing a video game. And it's like I don't know, imagining people like dumb gamer speak and like 
you know, showing like crappy video game footage and like Hellraiser coming out of a computer. Like I was like, oh, this is probably going to be a super fun, you know, cheese fest. And like you said, uh, the video game aspect has absolutely nothing to do. Like, I think you see like maybe two seconds of and, and the game like video game screens. They, like <laughs> they did not have the budget to have a fake game that's properly like a video game or even like just use like footage of another game and pretend it's Hellraiser. Yeah. They have what's effectively a choose your own adventure flash game <laughs> that comes up yeah, on the screen. It, <laughs> yeah, it, it is like so funny when they play it because it's like, I mean, the, you know, Puzzle Box is already like, it's oh always kind of seems kind of weird how they figure it out. Like it doesn't really seem to be any indication of like what you should do or whatever, but seeing people play it like on a screen is like even more so like, why would anyone play this? Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a big detriment if we're supposed to be following these main characters uh, who are gamers and they're obsessed with this game and everything. And then it's like you don't even ever see the game or anything. And um, I'm sorry, but if, if you're going to make a movie about gamers, can you please make them look like gamers? Like, I don't know why, like these Abercrombie and Fitch models, like <laughs> were trying to say that they were like into gaming. But I'm like, no way that these people would be obsessed like with an online video game. Gamers like, can be anyone, Timmy. That's not. No, they can't. They have to look like me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's very, it's very two thousand five. Like I particularly mm. noticed it on. I mean, they all have like the guys all have kind of like on, like taking care of hair. It's a bit shaggy, uh, mm. but I did notice that the main girls like outfit which was like leather trousers and like a leather top and i was like this is this is like super mid 2000s this outfit like yeah. it just you know it really struck me um and there's a lot of like in the part of the go to is a lot of like death metal playing a lot of strobe lights uh, yeah, and yeah. you know it's, it's it's very much of that era and you can kind of feel the the time period um in fact, there's so the Jake is a character who I was convinced the, the, the guy who died at the start with the friend who died. Mm -hmm. I was convinced the whole movie that Jake, who's kind of the separate one, who they all kind of dislike a little bit because he's a bit of a an outsider, he's a bit of a loner, he's kind of mad at them for the death of the guy in the past. Uh, I was convinced he was the dead guy's brother <laughs> the whole movie until he was shocked to discover something about him. And I went, oh, I guess he's not his brother. Though. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I just I got that impression for some reason that he was his brother, and that's wh that's why he was so pissed at them for like letting him like you know go get get it's to in the game and like eventually kill himself because of it. Uh, yeah, it, it's so dumb. I I mean the big like. Uh, problem i mean one of the big problems with this movie is that it's just very boring and dull like again i was hoping that I was gonna be like laughing at how dumb and stupid it was mm -hmm. and, and instead it's just really tedious like yeah most of the movie is like them at this party at this mansion all the characters are annoying i didn't really like spending time with any of them i don't think they had chemistry with anyone um the deaths aren't very you know cool or they don't really look great um the movie itself just doesn't look nice and nah, you, know, you can definitely see the budget on screen uh and then like once you do kind of find out what is going on and what is with the story it is ridiculously stupid like <laughs> it, it, it is one once like you said there's like some twists and turns once you kind of find out what is happening i was like really pissed at it because it is like <laughs> such a dumb time waster that it's pretty infuriating it's a bit convoluted uh to say the mm. least I, I you know I, I think on the game itself i don't want to because there's, there's something i want to say i want to crack a joke but i can't really do it until spoilers um okay <laughs> but the, the thing about the video game itself is that 
they are so vague about what the what the game is or how it plays oh, yeah. or what yes. you're supposed to actually achieve in it what the point of the game is how do they all keep playing it because it kind of feels like you know we see a glimpse of them like one of them finds the puzzle box and that gives them the invite and i'm like okay but what are you doing most when you're not getting this invite like what's the goal are you just trying yeah. to find the box <laughs> and if you find the box then what do you get from the box like everything about it was just very yeah. <laughs> like, I, like i don't know it was it was also like glossed over and like <laughs> I, yeah it's like the game is literally just like each level is just you finding a box and opening it and yeah like somehow people are like addicted to this game <laughs> <laughs> uh it's, it's one of those things where you, you do feel like whoever wrote this has probably had never played a video game and then really know no, absolutely not. what what to say about it or or, or the director had never played a video game so just thought oh that sounds like video game speak i'll do <laughs> uh but that that is really it like that it just it moves on from there and that is a uh and it's just a plot device to like it's it's just so it's so stupid and specific though that it's like all right if you're gonna bring it up i mean it's the title of the movie you know mm-hmm. like if you're going to emphasize it, then, like, you got to go all in. Like, I want to see, you know, people playing this and, like, you know, like, shitty FMV, like, pinhead cutscenes yeah, yeah. and him, like, I, coming out of a TV, like, crap like that. Like, a I PlayStation hoping... that turns into the puzzle box. Oh, that's good. <laughs> or I, GameCube, I, actually. Yeah, that'd be good. GameCube would be better. <laughs> I, I, what I was hoping for when I knew this was the video game one is that, like, somehow Cenobates got into the internet. And they <laughs> like no one designed the video game. It's sort of something that materialized yeah. from the Cenobites who are mm-hmm. in the internet. Because there's an episode of the hit television show, Buff of the Vampire Slayer, <laughs> in which a demon gets scanned into a computer. And mm-hmm. it's an early season one episode called iRobot Eugene. And I mm-hmm. was thinking, oh, it's going to be like Pinhead version of that. It's going to be him <laughs> in the computer, like try to reach out to people. Uh, I, again, like Pinhead's motivations are all over the place because he didn't really have motivations in the first movie. He, you know, he didn't come after people specifically whereas that's something that the later movies all seem to have him like gunning for people or wanting to <laughs> I, the other big problem with this now I'll, I'll give it at least one bit of credit it's the first movie in like four movies that isn't about someone investigating it's not a cop or a journalist right so sure. it at least felt like it had a slightly different like premise <laughs> so it wasn't a good premise yeah. but at least yeah. it was different <laughs> so i'll give it that but sure. It still had the same problem that a lot of these other movies do, which is that very quickly you realize you can't trust anything they're seeing at this party. Like, there's all these little hints that it's, you know, either in their heads or they're in a dream world or something, 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 whatever it may be. And as soon as they start hinting at that, it's like, well, none of this matters. And people can just appear and disappear. You know, uh, Lance Henriksen feels like he's teleporting around. Uh, you know, they'll still see Pinhead at random moments for little glimpses or, or whatever. Like, anything can happen at any point. So there's no rules things just happen it's whenever no they want them to and it's just not satisfying <laughs> in any way yeah yeah so that's my problem <sighs> no, uh, yeah i agree it's just it's a very it feels like a very lifeless movie like there's just no mm-hmm. like there's nothing about it that like entices you or brings you in like there's nothing charming or anything it's like there's nothing no. that really like if we weren't doing the podcast, I don't know if I would have finished it. Yeah, yeah that's that's the first thing. That's the first thing. Uh, and it's the last Doug Bradley pinhead uh, to I think as well. I think the last two films are someone else. Yeah. So yeah, uh, they're also much later because the Vin next Diesel. one. 
<laughs> I wish that that would be funny. Yeah, actually, I think he would make a good pinhead. <laughs> uh, yeah, because so there's two more left currently that have been made. There's there's like more in development. They've been going back and forth. Like David Goyer's threatening to write one, <laughs> but uh, but there's Forget two there's that. two more to get to. The next one's from 2011, so that was six years later, and then the the newest one's from 2018. So that one I've seen. Mm. This is on Netflix for a while, so I actually did watch that one. And interestingly, they're they're both they're directed by different people, but they're written by the same person. <gasps> Ooh. these next two so i'll be curious to see if there's any connective tissue between them <laughs> mm. i mean maybe we'll need some tissues when we watch it for and tears take that however you want for, for <laughs> tears or another substance <laughs> i mean either, either way the movie's doing its job if it's <laughs> eliciting that reaction <laughs> actually on the subject of that other substance um jeez no, so actually, what the last thing we'll talk about before we get into just talking about whatever we want, because spoilers, who gives a shit? It's Hillary eight. <laughs> no one cares. Uh, so in this movie, Henry Cavill gets a blowjob. And this is like a weird thing to bring up. But the reason why I bring it up is because he looks like he's listening to a dull podcast the entire time he's getting this blowjob. And I get that he's slightly distracted, but even if you're distracted, the act <laughs> that is happening to one's penis... Will elicit mm. something other than just this look of look. Yeah, like just boredom. <laughs> it, like, and I suppose it's a perfect encapsulation of this movie. Mm. Like the movie's saying, "Hey, we're going to be entertaining." You know, like uh, a lady may say, "Hey, I'm going to give you a great blowjob," and then you're just sitting there and you just feel dead inside. Like that. That's that is <laughs> you know, that's maybe the best metaphor for this whole movie is it's a blowjob where you feel nothing. There's nothing. Sure. I thought. Uh... <sighs> I thought it was too creepy with the having the mask on the top of her head, so it's like <laughs> yeah, it looked like a face. I, I, I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah it's very weird. <laughs> yeah, because like getting a blowjob from Gabriel or something. Because the camera comes over your shoulder and you see like cause it's, it's basically it's like a white mask, but she sort of like slid mm-hmm. it up to her head. So so she's like bobbing up and down, but the face of the mask is like <laughs> bobbing up and down <laughs> from every face. It's pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I miss going to parties. <laughs> <laughs> get a lot of weird in public blowjobs did you tell <laughs> in your day actually uh, I, I was just listening to a podcast and they were talking about um, there was a guy there's like a big Hollywood guy that basically got like fired because uh, he like had a big party and like got a blowjob in the middle of it like just in front of everyone I think it was the guy that wrote In the Mouth of Madness oh really okay yeah. Well, I mean, I can't, say, I, can't, I can't say I'm surprised that a Hollywood producer mm. might be skeevy <laughs> when it comes to yeah. things of a sexual nature. But uh, I should probably put allegedly when yes. I say that because we don't want to get sued. Allegedly. This allegedly. Happened. Yes, yeah. allegedly. <laughs> uh, it sounds consensual, at least. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. And, and appropriate. Like that, <laughs> and appropriate yeah. for of all those people, but consensual, at least. Yeah. This is. So when uh, <laughs> celebrities are weird, <laughs> they are. You hear, you hear about the weird shit they do. It's like she's like, even if I was like, well, when I'm um, super famous and rich, yeah. I <laughs> like I'm probably just gonna do the same dumb shit. Like I'm just gonna sit around my house and read comic books. I'm not gonna all of a sudden be like, oh, I should join a cult or like, yes, 
you know, I want to fly, you know, my car into the water or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, the only difference might be is that you might be sitting reading Action Comics number one. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one difference. <laughs> You've taken it out of the, the protective plastic and you're reading Action Comics. Like, Tim, you're literally losing hundreds of thousands of dollars every time you touch it. Stop it. <laughs> all right. Spoilers for oh, Hellers or Hell World. You know you're all here for it. Honestly, I think we, I think we start at the end and talk about the twist, and then just okay. bring up other stuff that we want to afterwards. Because, mm. so as the movie's playing out, there's moments where characters are kind of like there's, there's like a scene where uh, Jake, who's the sort of loner one, mm. no one's listening to him. Like he's asking for a drink, and then he tries to talk to some people, and no one's paying attention to him. So it's like, okay, something's weird here. And then there's another scene where the main girl tries to phone the police and she sees the police outside, but they can't see her at the window. And it's like, wait, is she in like a different reality? Like if they actually crossed over into some sort of hell world dimension where they're not actually on the same plane of existence as anyone else? Um, the twist. <laughs> Brace yourselves for this. The twist in this movie is that Lance Henriksen is the father of the kid who killed himself. Uh, in the opening title sequence, because because the movie starts with his funeral, we get like a quick shot of him like digging, and then the, like it just cuts to a funeral. The guy's dead already. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out that Lance Henriksen's his father. None of them do this until they see a photo of like Lance and uh, the, 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 his son, sort of side by side, all happy. And he blames this group for having him addicted to the game, and he blames <laughs> their friendship in the game for driving him to suicide. Mm-hmm. So he has arranged this whole thing, this whole party. It's taken him two years to arrange this to get revenge. And you may be wondering, well, what, what exactly is going on then? Because throughout the movie, we've been seeing them go into various rooms and be being killed by Pinhead. Uh, and there's a couple of moments where a character even thinks he is Pinhead. Because the movie kind of makes it look like that. It kind of makes it look, it look like he's turning into Pinhead in some mm-hmm. scenes. The actual twist, though, is that he basically knocked them all out with roofies the second they got there. And he's buried them alive outside the mansion but they've all got like pipes for air so that so they can actually breathe still and mm-hmm. they've got a hallucinogenics and he is like sending some some liminal messages through nokia mobile phones <laughs> that he's putting <laughs> the caskets with them and this is like what's inspiring all of their like what they're seeing in the party and everything that's happened to them and the ones who died have still died like, their deaths coincided with something real that killed them. Like, one guy has asthma, so he actually just died of that uh, mm. in the coffin. Uh, the other guy, just, the Henry Cavill, just died of fear. Uh, the other girl, <laughs> I can't even remember what they said. She, she ch- choked on something, I think. I think she, like, ripped her throat out and, like, or, uh, like scratched her throat out or something. And then in, the in like, the fantasy or whatever, or hallucination mm. she's having, it looks like she turns herself into that female Cenobite that's like from the first movie and has like the weird throat thing. Well, but well, I mean, it's, she turns into a Cenobite without doing any of the rest of it though. Like, because there's a point, yeah. yeah, where a couple of them show up almost zombie esque, but they're not like it's like, okay, if you're going to turn into a Cenobite, you go full hog, you get the, the black outfit, you get the pale yeah. makeup, and you do the whole shebang. They're like, it's like just having a slightly injured face is not enough to be a Cenobite, you lazy pricks. Yeah, it does feel though like as you're going down the line of the people that died, it does seem like they kind of started running out of ideas. Because yeah, like you said, the last one is just like, well, he just died of straight up fear. Like, yes. Oh, okay. So you couldn't think of anything that. So you just said fear. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like they they had the idea for like them being in the coffins and stuff, and then realized like, oh, it's not a lot of ways, a lot of different ways you could die if you're just in a coffin. Mm-hmm. So, so just to clarify this, Lance Henriksen buried them all alive in coffins, and he is making mm-hmm. them hallucinate everything they've been doing all the movie. So everything's been a lie. Which, by the way, right at the start of the movie, uh, there's a a moment at the end of the funeral or something around there where the main character sees something scary and she wakes up two years later so we do the crappy fake out dream so, wake up right and the what this actually really made me laugh because the way they did it is it made it seem like she has a dream and then wakes up two years later because mm-hmm. it's it's like they have like the fake jump scare of like oh it's a dream oh i wake up and then it just says two years later but like when you're watching it i was like <laughs> Wait a minute, uh, wait, like, almost, like, she just had this dream and then, like, woke up two years later? It's, like, very strange. Like, if, if the whole beginning, per, like, was supposedly a dream, then what is the two years later from? I don't know, it's so weird. Uh, well, this is one of these problems that you find in a lot of these crappy low-budget horror movies, is that they, they do this, but they still want the thing they dream to be an actual... Yeah. <laughs> genuine flashback as well. So you have this weird thing where it's like, oh, no, she was remembering it exactly as it happened, except the ending that was scary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she woke up. And, we, you know, we've complained about the fake dream wake up thing over and over again. It's actually a, an omen for this movie, though, because that ends up in the entire twist. They're all dreaming. The entire true, movie's yeah. them dreaming in coffins and then they wake up. Or she wakes up, at least. It all fits together. <laughs> now, so was it Lance Henriksen's, like, did he actually want them to die? Or was he just trying to scare them and it's just, like, ended up being too intense that, you know, a couple of them died? No, I think he wanted him to die. I think he wa- he left her and Jake, who was still alive technically, to like just mm. you know starve in the coffins. Okay. And they get saved though because apparently the ghost of the guy who committed suicide at the start of the movie is implied that he phoned the police to come and get them, and that's what saves <laughs> her course. and Jake. Of course, yeah. <laughs> there's, like, there's a moment where she looks up at the window and his ghost is just sort of standing there. It's like, so just to clarify something else here, that if you didn't realize this, is that every time, a single time you've seen Pinhead in this movie up until this point, has not been real. It's not really been right. him. There's not actually any Cenobites stuff going on. Um, like, Lance Harrison claims the mansion was built by the architect who built the uh, the box. And okay, that's kind of loosely connecting to, like, some mythology we know about. Mm-hmm. But, like, other than that, it, it gives all this history about how, oh, it was a... Like, you know, this was a place for nuns, but then mm-hmm. it turned into an insane asylum, and then it turned into this, and there was, like, experiments happening here, and there's like, all these jars mm-hmm. of body parts, and... All this nonsense and and except for the, the very very end with lance hendrickson in his hotel room it's like then i guess it's real like yeah when he gets the puzzle box like it's, it's funny because I, I almost would have respected the balls of the movie a little bit even though i'd be pissed off it's like this isn't really a hellraiser movie then is it but i'd respect mm-hmm. that a little bit if like he got away with this and just left and that was the end of the movie and like oh no there was never any real pinhead stuff there was never any real hellraiser stuff but then they do the thing at the end where his son did have the real uh lament <laughs> configuration so at the end of the movie he's sitting in the hotel room and he pulls it out and he actually opens it then the real pinhead and a couple of centibates show up and he's like i should have come for you a long time ago and uh, <laughs> then his centibate buddy who's got like sort of like black tape like covering his eyes he uh swipes his big like blade at him and we get some of the worst CG, like, chopping up a person and letting them fall. You know, it's basically that scene from Fair Destination 2 where the guy falls apart mm. after the cables. 
but with much 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 worse effects (laughs) (laughs) really really bad cg so there is one real pinhead scene at the end yeah you you do see him a few times throughout the film and quick snippets but it's not really him so it's all a dream because that's always satisfying yeah (laughs) yeah i mean uh, this is wild i mean i i mean i i know like every movie no matter how bad like has its fans or whatever but like, i can't imagine anyone being satisfied with this like you know i don't know it's just such a stupid wild idea and it's just it feels so over the top like all right first of all it, it i think it's like so weird like this guy's like so bent on revenge but it's not like they like i i, I wouldn't say that they're really responsible for his son's death like you know like it's not like they were doing something and then there was an accident and then like they tried to cover it up or like something like that it's like oh no like you got him into this like you know since you know like all they did was like play games with him it's not like you know anything that bad but then all right if you want revenge fine but like when people want revenge they don't go like all right what is the most convoluted like hard to pull off like plot that i can think (laughs) of like no like if if he's really that upset he's just gonna like you know get a gun and go to these people's houses he's he's not gonna i mean create a video game invitation (laughs) to send like it's like i mean we we didn't even touch on that like how did he do that like he like the the invitation is through the game right so does he know someone that works at the game or what did he do yeah he paid someone off to to plant this in the video game and, or like if his son killed himself because of the game did he sue the company and then like part of the settlement was like uh just let me throw something into the game I mean, obviously <laughs> because of the ending the assumption is is that he the son did have the box so he did actually summon real pinhead and that's why he committed suicide it wasn't uh like cause of the game itself even though the game probably is what made him interested in hellraiser and pinhead and everything so the game made him interested and then he went on ebay and yeah. found well, a cheap puzzle box well when they all walk out of the party lance Henriksen walks out and goes welcome hellraisers of course <laughs> <laughs> now, honestly now one of the points you made there about like they weren't doing anything that like from what, everything we see all we ever know is that they played this game together like you know like a like a yeah. world of warcraft clan like they, they they logged in together and played the game even though it doesn't seem like it's multiplayer from anytime we see the game being played yeah, yeah. but let's ignore that for a second um because of that i actually kept expecting like especially early on like when, when you know when jake showed up and he seemed to blame you know this is a loner character and he seems to blame the rest of the group as well uh for what happened to this guy i was expecting there to be some sort of backstory that was like revealed as the movie went on about you know more details as to why like maybe they neglected him maybe they mocked him or something that drove him away at the very least if not outright like no they were like doing weird shit in the game that was like summoning pinhead and that's what killed (laughs) i was expecting something where they would feel some sort of guilt and like sort of accept the responsibility but nothing ever happened it never comes there's never any reason why they should be blamed you know beyond the loose sense of oh this guy needed help potentially and, you know, sure. but other, other than that there's nothing and, and and yeah the invade of the game is like convoluted enough but then you have <laughs> i'm going to make them all dream they're in the same dream together with the hallucinogenics <laughs> what <laughs> yeah like i like uh, is that something that would even work like i, I it feels like such a 
like i feel like you wouldn't really be able to accurately like test it out like i mean yeah you can like drug them but like i don't know if you are gonna know if your uh like suggestions are gonna work and what exactly they're gonna see and stuff i mean yeah was that his field is he like a sleep scientist or something is he been <laughs> studying all this shit for the, his whole life and that's why he knows that he can do this I, yeah. all, none of it makes any sensible amount of sense Ow. Uh, and, you know, and this is the thing we're, glo- we're jumping up over to what really the end result is that doesn't change the fact that like a full hour of this movie is like before we get to that maybe more than an hour right where it's them together in the, the mansion bickering and then splitting up and all having their own little weird spooky adventures that at least half of which are all sexual in nature you know we mentioned Henry Cavill he, he ends up with a dancer the int- like and they introduced stuff that I thought oh maybe that'll lead to a fun like scare or a fun like sort of spooky thing like they introduced this thing where if you want you can take a white mask that has a number on it and you take like these burner phones that you supplied them with and all the masks have this number like, on their forehead and if you see someone you want to just have casual sex with you just uh, ring the number and maybe they'll accept and uh, you, you go and find the room and you, you get down to business um so they set this up and the only thing we ever get from it is this the weird creepy blowjob that we mentioned they never use it to like hide someone's face until the last second or they never use it to like oh who's the one who's talking to them who's wearing the mask there's never any of that it's like what's what's the point of any of this yeah i mean i I, i'm just glad that i like i wasn't at this party because i would have been such a buzzkill because i would have just kept asking questions about the game like Hey, when are we going to get to the game stuff? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, don't you want to put on a mask and have anonymous sex? But like, mm, I, I'm kind of here for the game. <laughs> like, when are we going to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing, I suppose, yes. If you if you invited a bunch of World of Warcraft players to a party, <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't be the, like, death metal rave orgy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe some of them would be, but not by large. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like at least start like asking some questions or, or something like people are just like yeah this is what we expected like no wouldn't you be like um what does this have to do with the game <laughs> like that's why we're here uh yeah i mean I, I guess it's presented to them as this is like more about the history that inspired the game about the real people who made the, made the box about the mm. the real stuff that's happened to people if you believe it although some of them don't some of them just think it's you know a bunch of props and whatnot uh, mm-hmm. And I guess it is and isn't. Like, I, I actually got confused at one point when I started to realize that they weren't in, like, the real world uh, before we got <laughs> the, the twist properly. I was like, well, is there actually even a party? Is anyone else even at the mansion? But then at the end of the movie, when he's describing his plan, he does mention he went back in and enjoyed the party for a bit. Like, after he buried them all. I was like, okay, so there is a party. Which makes sense, because I guess when they first arrive, it is real. Like, they walk into yeah. a party, and there's people there. Because it shows you when they all got drugged. Like, you know, some of them accepted drink, some of them didn't, so they get, like, like pricked with something later. <laughs> it's like... Uh, but... I mean, what, what do we see th- during this? We see dancer girls seduce Henry Cavill... He's trying to get with the main girl briefly, but she kind of just shoots him down and that's it. There's not really much more to it than that. I mean, I, I really can't emphasize just how boring this whole section is. Like, it's... Which is yeah, like it, 80% of the movie, by the yeah. way, this section. 80%. Because, <laughs> I mean, it is mostly, yeah, just them walking around. First, like, they're acting like idiots and then, yeah, they all split up and, yeah, like, one guy's getting a blowjob, the other guy loses his inhaler, the other guy... It just seems to be invisible to people. 
And then the girl, the main well, girl, gets like trapped in a room. Yeah, the the loner guy is invisible to people until he randomly just also has sex with someone. That <laughs> like now that I'm thinking about it, what was the point of that? Really? I don't know. It's it's, it's mean, so dumb. And like, and then like, it, yeah, if you're gonna do this whole like hallucination fear thing, like it doesn't feel like any of them are like super specific. Like it's not like they each had like one really specific fear and that like they're everything is playing out like that it's just like they'll just kind of have this stuff happen to them yeah i mean the other two guys kind of get lured in with like sexy ladies and that leads to the demise mm -hmm. but the the loner guy like just has sex and then she disappears and it was maybe like a spooky moment briefly but I, I guess it ties in because he was lured here because he'd met a girl online that didn't exist. It was just Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen was the hot girl who was like, hey, Catfish. hey, baby. <laughs> you, any hell, you any hell world? Yeah, sexy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, fellow college kid. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Pinhead69, I sent you a message. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so yeah like uh, th that's just kind of random there's a lot of stuff with uh the main girl kind of like she she's the one who doesn't really get tricked by anything she starts to she's trying to like call for help she's starting to realize her friends might be in trouble um but yeah like so much of the movie just <laughs> blurs together like it is a uh, it's just it's it's boring <laughs> It's a blob of nothing really happening with the odd, like, moment of, like, ah, oh, someone, you know, gets a head to cat. Like, that's the other thing, like, seeing, like, obviously it turns out not to really be Pinhead, but Pinhead, like, just decapitating someone with a blade is kind of weird. Just like, because yeah. he's not a slasher villain. So I was like, no. <laughs> fair enough, it turns out not to really be him. But at the same time, I'm like, in the moment, I'm like, this, is, this isn't really Pinhead. And I guess that's true, it wasn't really Pinhead. But. And maybe if the movie was good, like, I would appreciate that they pulled a big swerve on us, that this isn't really the Cenobites, mm -hmm. this is, like, someone just using their myth. And then they yeah. get to come up into the end by actually bringing forth the real Pinhead. Like, maybe there's something there to that idea. But, I mean, mm -hmm. like a lot of these other sequels, you can tell. You can tell that this was a script that had nothing mm -hmm. to do with Hellraiser. And, to be fair, more than some of the past movies, I feel like they really shoved Hellraiser into this. Like, they really, like... yeah. By turning the game into a Hellraiser themed game and making it all about Hellraiser lore and all that stuff, it really is ingrained into it. But you can tell this movie completely worked without Hellraiser, where it was just, oh, mm -hmm. some guy wants revenge. I know we did last summer style, except, you know, it's more drugging everyone and making them imagine spooky shit <laughs> <laughs> until some of them die in coffins. And then the ghost saves the last two and they're, they live happily ever after, except one last bullshit <laughs> jump scare. I, yeah, they're like in a car driving somewhere, something. Yeah, and Lance Harrison just appears in the back seat for a moment, and yeah. then he's gone, and it's a nothing moment. It's just the end. Mm -hmm. It's like we we couldn't just end on Lance Harrison's death by Pinhead because it really is kind of the money moment in theory <laughs> of the movie. We had to cut back to these two bland characters who we didn't care about smiling and going, "Oh, we're going to go into a different city. We're a couple now, I think, maybe <laughs> possibly." And, oh, there's a sunset! We spoke about seeing a sunset when that one scene <laughs> earlier in the movie. There's a sunset. We usually were, we're up all night playing our games, but now we can actually go see the sunset in person. Yeah, I also, like, I, I guess depending on where you're starting from, it could make sense if you're starting over on the West Coast, but they're debating where to go, and the impression I was getting in the scene is that they're driving, like, wherever they're going to go. So they're like, oh let's go to chicago and she's like, ah, he's like nah too cold how about miami and i'm like those are two pretty far apart places 
Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's it makes like, if you're starting driving from like the other side of the country, I guess it makes sense. You could go mm-hmm. either way, but like, I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. Remember uh, the scene in the beginning where like the guy shows up uh, at the girl's apartment and he's dressed up like the chatterer Cenobite. Oh, the Nemesis head one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like, just like Nemesis. <laughs> Yeah, but it turns out he's got a mask. It's just a, it's just Henry yeah. Cavill. It's just Superman. It's just Superman in yeah. a mask. <laughs> I think that was like part of like why I thought this was a universe where the movies exist because mm. it seems like I don't know. I, I mean, I guess these could just be characters from the game then uh, as well. That makes sense. Well, too, well, but, but offers its own quite set of questions though. Like, who made this game? <laughs> where did they get all these ideas? Because I was assuming like at the start of the movie, I wasn't questioning it because I was thinking, oh, it's the Cenobites themselves or like corrupted the internet or something. But like. Yeah, who made this then? If, like, they've got nothing to do with the game, then, yeah. <laughs> like, where did all this imagery come from? How do they know what Pinhead looks like? How do they know what this other Cenobite <laughs> looks like? Yeah. <laughs> when, when in reality, the reason why that Cenobite's the same Nemesis-looking Cenobite from before is because they probably just had that mask lying around. They thought, we'll use this yeah. one. <laughs> or they went down to, like, some party city store and, like, bought a Halloween one for, like, 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is kind of funny, like, that there's two stars in this who would go on to be well-known for other things, plus Lance mm-hmm. Henriksen is a, you know, an oldie but a goodie as far as, like, dependable B-movie actors yeah. goes. Is this, Does this movie take place in Britain? Is it a British movie? Well, I guess not, because, well, they're, they're driving in America in the end, I guess, but... Do you know, it's funny you say that, because at the start of the movie... I thought Henry Cavill just had his English accent, but then the re- the rest of it he didn't. So I thought oh, he must have just slipped. He must have just like he's, he's, he hadn't quite perfect his American accent yet, so he was slipping a little bit, right? But then like the other girl, the girl with the short hair, uh, she had an English accent, and yeah. I, but, then, but then the other guy had an American accent, and the main girl's got an American accent. And I thought, wait, where's this set? Like it's literally fifty fifty. Half the characters have English accents, half of them have American accents. <laughs> Usually if there's just one, it's like, okay, well, there's one's an outsider who's came to whatever country they're in, but it was like 50-50. I think it, I think it was the US, though, just based on the rest of the movie. Okay. Uh, but yeah, at the start of the movie, I thought, yeah, the, 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 the English quota was like high enough that it could have been England. <laughs> yeah. I think I was looking at like, the Wikipedia too earlier to see if there's any interesting facts, but like I, I think it said it's like a British co-production oh, or right, something okay. too, so I was like, all right. <laughs> That's why I was a couple okay. of British actors in it. Then there you go, yeah. makes some sense. This is uh, this is baffling stuff. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what's interesting actually? I'm noticing the writer of this also co-wrote the sixth one. Dear Lord, and the co- <laughs> and the co-writer of the sixth one actually went on to co-write the seventh one. <laughs> Jesus. With some other dudes. I mean, I mean, maybe that's why all these movies are bad because they all just kind of seem to keep keep the same people around. They're just like not good. Yeah, I mean, no five five's kind of its own thing. Yeah, uh, that's the Scott Derrickson one. Yeah, yeah, it's notable, uh, I suppose. Yeah, although to be honest, I think five and six like blur together in my head more than any of them because they're both like yeah. cops. I think if I remember right. Was the sixth one where, where like, Kirstie comes back and it's, like, her and her ex-husband or whatever? It's, it's her and uh, the Vulture from Brilliant Vulture, Nine. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas it's, like, a Wahlberg who's in the fifth one, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, what do you want? They're all terrible. Like, the... Yeah, like, the... You know, the, the first one is, is just so good. Like, I mean, honestly, that might be, like, a, you know, 
one of those rare like just 10 out of 10 horror movies for me i, I think it's great Ooh. and then second one i think is still really good and then yeah like, like you had said before that you know we both kind of like the third one like it's cheesy but it's fun and i even give some credit to that for the first fourth one which uh yeah i don't think it's like a good movie by any stretch but at least it has ideas in it that are interesting and at least it's you know has some cheesy fun and, and whatnot uh, but yeah everything after that is just such a slog and um yeah, you kind of mentioned like other franchises like Friday and, you know, Halloween and stuff. The difference is with like those franchises, like, you know, with maybe like some of the remake stuff aside, but like most of the entries I would gladly watch again because they're bad, but at least there's fun to be had with them and you can watch it with friends and laugh. Yeah, and, like for Friday the 13th Part 5, I would say is a better movie than mm -hmm. the fourth Hellraiser onwards easily without even yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, and like Halloween Resurrection is absolutely awful, but you know what? If I'm hanging out with, with some friends and we put that on, you know, we're having a good time. We're gonna be laughing and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. It, you know, <laughs> it's it's bad. I, I wish it wasn't you know part of that franchise, but you know, if you're gonna give me something, at least give me something like that's dumb and I can laugh at. Like this, it, it's just everything from you know you know four onward uh you know five six seven and eight. You know, these have all just been extremely tedious and a slog to get through, and it's just. You know, like I, I, I like revisiting franchise stuff, uh, but I mean, I, I can't really imagine like ever wanting to go back and watch any of these again. Well, we got two more to go, and then we're going to have a <laughs> reboot of some kind, which no doubt is ignoring all the continuity and going back to basics. Which in this case doesn't mean a whole lot, given that every sequel's just been a random different thing anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, I, th I think the way to do it is. Uh, I mean, I really like the Hellraiser mythos, and like the I actually think the comic books uh, for Hellraiser, both like the old comic books from like the eighties, and then the like the newer stuff, uh, like from like. Uh, I'm not sure how long it was now, but, you know, longer. Uh, but I actually think those are, like, really good. And, you know, uh, a lot of what they do is, like, it's, like, anthology stuff. You know, mm. it's... Um, and, and it's not, all, like, just Pinhead always coming. Like, it, it'll be, you know, like, have stuff to do with, like, the box and incorporates it in, like, interesting ways. So I, I think, yeah, that's probably, like, a better way to do it instead of... Yeah, trying to turn Pinhead into the slasher villain and, like, you know, chasing after people with, like, swords and crap and... I don't know. <sighs> yeah. yeah, again, when you think about the first one... Well, the first two, like, you know, Pinhead's not even really, like, the main villain. Like, it's... Like, the Cenobites are, like, this force to be reckoned with, but, yeah, they're not, the like, you know, chasing people down. It's always, like, this other force that's trying to use them or you know sneak by him or you know get power in some way and that's like the the true bad guy and uh and stuff so i mean that that's the way they should be handled it shouldn't be like this yeah oh by the way i just checked the the new one uh i, mm -hmm. I was speaking about it in this sort of like tone as if you know maybe it'll happen maybe it won't it's actually already finished filming so it's, it's definitely oh. happening okay so we're well, yeah i mean they cast like the pinhead right it's a yeah it's a woman now oh my god childhood's ruined um. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i'll that i feel like the the internet is going to like have some weird fetish stuff going on for lady pinhead sure, I, yeah I, I think uh generally I, I think horror fans are usually a bit better about this stuff if this if this was a comic book movie you would have to shut the internet down for like a week like you know it, it couldn't handle like the angry white men <laughs> that would be complaining about it um uh, but I, I think horror is usually a little better <laughs> with it yeah yeah um so no cool 
Um, and then there's, I don't know if this is there was like a series too, like there was like a movie and a series supposedly being working so, on. I don't know if that's supposedly there's also a series been working on, but I don't think we've heard about that for a little while. So I don't know where yeah. that is and like status. I will, I will say if that is the case, I think it could actually work again if you do like. Like, I could see a series working, uh, like, again, if you're doing kind of the comic book model and it's more, like, anthology, like, one-off stories each episode, I could I could see that working. I can see how you can have those simultaneously. And, uh, I don't know, I've been liking horror TV lately, so I wouldn't mind a Hellraiser series. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, the movie's a uh, straight-to-Hulu movie, so... Ooh. So, you know... <laughs> All right, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Hello. So- yeah, so, uh, I mean, if it's finished shooting, it's definitely going to be coming next year then. There's no way it's not going to be next year, so. Gotta ramp up and finish these last two. Well, I mean, yeah, we only have two left, though, so it wouldn't be that hard mm. to squeeze them in if, you know, if they if they drop, yeah. like, a, oh, it's coming in March. It's like, oh, well, mm. we can squeeze those in easily enough. It's... Right in for my birthday. Uh, oh, yeah, that's why they're releasing it in March, potentially. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, we don't know when they're releasing it. I, mean, I just threw it in March. I, I pulled out a mass. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... Yeah, I really have nothing else to... I, I feel like this one almost gave us less stuff to talk about, even though the twist I mean, and the ending is a bit crazier than the other, the last few. I mm-hmm. feel like those had, like, weirder moments, like, in the build-up that we could, like, critique. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, this I one mean, uh, just all sort of blends together. Yeah, I mean, there's really not much to talk about. Like, the, the deaths are very forgettable. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I... I don't even remember if some of them, if you even, like, see that much. Uh, I remember, like, the girl was having, like, some, like, machine thing was going into her throat it or was, whatever. Uh, it was, like, a Saw-esque. It, it felt very crap, Saw, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. speaking of that, there wasn't so much the quick editing, but it did that really annoying thing that I, I hate from this time period, where, like, I think it's when they're coming out of the, the mansion, where the camera will speed up for a few seconds and then slow back yeah, down again, yeah. uh, just so they look what quicker into a room or something and it gives it this like hyperkinetic sort of thing and i'm like i hate this <laughs> that's this feels like you know tangential to like saw editing mm-hmm. uh kind of thing so yeah i, I have like the, the goddamn description in imdb even calls the <laughs> game an mmorpg like i'm sorry <laughs> but what we saw of that look like a flash game from newgrounds which makes yeah, sense I- given the time period to be honest but and like what are you doing like are you like running around like chopping up like pinheads and stuff <laughs> like <laughs> i i would like a a, a proper hellraiser game though I'd, I'd be cool with that what would the what would the hellraiser game actually be though tim i don't know but i'd play it I mean, like I, I feel like i feel like you would have to make it like silent hill-esque where maybe okay. like well like yeah probably not going to be a lot of combat but it'd be like a lot of exploring um and like kind of freaky puzzles and like weird creatures and stuff. I feel like that's the way you could do it, but okay, yeah, could be cool. I mean, I mean, it's like anything. If you get proper people behind it, it could be cool. If you just try to get some quick studio, do a little cash grab, it's not going to be great. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't make it an MMO RPG. That's <laughs> probably not the way to go. Uh, I mean. If, if it would be funny if at some point someone did like burst through the door and say like Leroy Jenkins. That's a dated reference, Tim. But uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I I feel like there's children today who do memes on the internet who weren't around for Leroy Jenkins. For sure, hey, he lives on in my heart. <laughs> 
Uh, do you know, that's, that's kind of weird that the internet is old enough now at this point that there's like memes and jokes from the earlier days that are now like only old people know them. That's <laughs> true. It's kind of weird. Uh, I remember a time before YouTube existed and I feel ancient saying that. <laughs> Behave. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we could just rate this stupid thing then. Uh, like, I, I don't know if it's the worst one though. Like those last like three were all really terrible. It, it, <clears throat> it's it's so hard because I, I don't remember them that well. Like, <laughs> I remember bits and pieces, but I don't remember like the movie as a whole. Mm-hmm. So like, I I remember not liking any of them, but. I mean, I do feel like this could be the worst one, but it might just be because it's the one I watched most recently and remember the Mm. best. I think I was so pleasantly surprised we weren't following a detective or a journalist investigating something that it just, it felt slightly, and I I do mean slightly, like, you know, let's not, Mm. like, make this sound any more positive than it needs to be. Right, right, yeah. Because that is garbage. This is a garbage movie that I never want to see again. Garbage garbage yes uh it was you know i was dreading watching it i was not expecting (laughs) anything of note and it was every bit of tedious unlikable Mm. characters and unlikable like you know editing of the time period and all sorts Mm. so i yeah so with that said timmy uh would you Mm. like to rate hellraiser hellworld i mean (sighs) I, I gotta go real low. Uh, How low I, can you go? I mean, I, I think it's gotta be a two. Like, I can't think of anything that's good about it, you know? Like, the... Like, you know, like, even with bad movies, sometimes I'll be like, you know, this was dumb, but I like this idea, I like this character, I like this kill. Like, the, I can't think of anything at all I liked about this. Like, e- even the idea of, like... I was kind of excited, you know, as a guy that likes video games, I was kind of excited that... You know, we're going to see some video game stuff and probably have some cheesy video game stuff. With it. But even that, there's like nothing there. And like the maybe possibly a little bit of potential there, like just feels wasted. But I mean, yeah, like what is there with this? It, it's boring. I don't think I was ever entertained at any part. I wasn't even like laughing at an ironic, like cheesy level. Uh, You know, it's not so over the top or outrageous. It's good. Like the kills aren't good. There's no gore. There's the characters are just lifeless and charming it or not charming uh, uh, nothing it doesn't look good it feels very cheap it feels stupid the twist is just like like it's one of those kind of twists like there are twists that you know like uh catch you by surprise and are really interesting and make you re-examine the whole movie there are twists that like are kind of confounding but at least like they're going for a big swing and then there are twists like this where it just feels like a waste of my time like you just wasted 90 minutes of my time with this dumb bullshit that like <laughs> I, I didn't need to see and, and it makes everything that was like all right well this movie should have been 15 minutes then like you should have just showed us the coffin stuff right away instead of wasting our time with all this crap that didn't happen that's just all in their heads and doesn't matter um which i, I mean if you're gonna do like dream stuff hallucination stuff like i'm not against it but you know it better be damn good and look good and be interesting uh and provocative and it's nothing so so i mean I, I feel like I'm being gracious by even giving it two points. Like, you know, like, I I, mean, I the, guess the fact the, that... The technical you know, standards were higher than Birdemic, so, I mean, that's... Sure, yeah. That's like, something. the camera wasn't pointed at people's feet when they were talking, so it's like, there's some points with that. It wasn't so dark that I couldn't tell what was going on, so 
there's your few points for that. It's uh... the, the the only thing I'll I'll slightly correct is you said there was no gore. I think there's there is some gore. I I think you're forgetting a few barely any moments. And a, I don't think most that of it much. looks pretty bad. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Like some of it's really bad CG, but there is a little bit of gore. A little bit, yeah. Okay, I'm like. Yeah, there's not absolute zero, but I'm just, <laughs> there's I, not that much. <laughs> I'm putting it out there, Tim, before some asshole in the comments is like, well, actually, <laughs> did this guy even watch the movie? There was oodles of gore in this scene Jesus. and this scene. Me, 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 Yeah, I guess I can't do just kind of agree with the, the two. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I'm two. like, what are you going to give it points for? Like... Yeah, there's nothing like, even marginally likable about it. Yeah, I, I just you know the, the the average of this franchise has to be one of the lowest of like any like long running horror franchise. By the time, Absolutely. By the time we're done, like I may do some math and we'll figure out what my averages are for Halloween <laughs> and and like Friday like, and Nightmare and all that. Like, do you remember the last one? Like, again, I don't remember the movie that well, but I, I remember like at the end you know it, it got kind of crazy and like pinhead came out of here and i think he, he had like chains that were like whipping around and like slicing into people and it was like really bad cgi but like yes yes at, I do. at least that was something that was memorable and it was stupid but at least i could point at that and like get excited for a second and be like okay this is dumb but kind of cool or whatever like there's nothing like that in this movie like there's nothing that i can go like all right, this is stupid. I don't really like what it's doing but oh hey uh, that was kind of cool uh, my interest is peak like there's nothing like that in this one. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's Hellraiser Hellworld. Maybe just... you're a bad person if you like it. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I, I Stop listening da... to the show if you like this movie. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's try to alienate like <laughs> people. <laughs> No one. You're not alienating anyone because no one likes this movie, Tim. Right? No one likes this movie. Uh, so Tim's going to pose for the thumbnail. So uh, you know, and I'm going to tell him off because last time he uh, cut off the top of his head and it looks really stupid in the thumbnail because like, this is this flat line at the top of his head. Uh, but uh, three, two, one, pose. What is this? I was doing my Henry Cavill impression. <laughs> Just stoically watching as as well getting a blowjob. Yeah. No feeling whatsoever. Uh, yes. Well, that has been uh, the episode. You can, of course, support everything we do in the show by hitting the like button, subscribing, commenting down below. Let us know what you think of the movie. Uh, or let us know what you think of the episode of the show. Oh, it's always nice to hear uh, praise and things. Uh, <laughs> That's always nice. Uh, but you can do all that uh, for free. You can support us financially with a little bit of money over at patreon.com slash TV for as little as a dollar per month and get some bonuses for your trouble. These specific bonuses for Screams After Midnight are not back in play yet. Those will be coming back sometime early 2022. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you can just generally support things in the meantime and get bonuses for other shows. So go and have a look-see. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, though, that's pretty much it. I'll just mention Twitter, at Screams Midnight, for all your MailFuzz movies Twitter needs. Mm-hmm. And um, that's about it. Oh, and as far as the schedule, I suppose, actually, because we, we have a rough kind of idea. We're, we're more or less going to be doing an episode every other week uh, for the rest of this mm-hmm. year. And then uh, we'll see how things progress going into mm-hmm. 2022. But uh, that's the plan. So you get a couple of episodes in November and you get a couple of Christmas episodes in December and uh, we'll take it from there. So, mm-hmm. voila.
That's right. There you go. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> that is. Uh, did, did they ever had pin, Pinhead to uh, Dead by Daylight? Was he? Probably. Was he yeah, because they added a lot of characters. I'm just wondering mm -hmm. if he ever actually made it into a video game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good question. Do you know what? I'm just going to Google it quickly just to wrap up the show. Let's find out. There, what, I, I think there was supposed to be like a Nintendo game that got scrapped. Could be wrong about that. Mm. Oh, it looks like he may have done. Maybe. Okay. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, Pinhead did make it into Dead by Daylight, which is a multiplayer game that's played by lots of people, so... Oh my god. <laughs> this movie was uh, ahead of its time. Reality has uh, kind of caught up to the, the <laughs> prophecy of Hellworld. <coughs> but that is the show, guys. Thank you very much for joining us once again. We always appreciate it. Uh, keep tuned for next time, but uh, we'll see you then. Keep watching the scary movies and they'll, they'll tear your soul apart <laughs> in terrible sequels piece by piece by piece by piece by piece.